Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 42 of our podcast that was originally recorded on September 22nd of 2014. I started off with What I'm Leeching On, then jumped into the news stories, and I talked about Blizzard freeing up dormant names and WoW before the next expansion released. Crisis, a new expansion for Star Realms, the deck building game is being released. Claying Kickstarter's cancelled after two years of development. Yu-Gi-Oh! Dice Masters is revealed. NVIDIA is releasing the 970 and 980 video cards. I talk about what I'm playing now, like Marvel Dice Masters, Avengers vs. X-Men, Project Oregon, Fibbage, and of course I end the show with what I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening gamers and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi. We are on episode 42 of the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we have a lot of good news and a whole bunch of stuff to talk about this evening. So let's jump right into things. You can always send us some email, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. We have a Google Plus page, plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. We're going to jump right into the thick of things and start with what I'm leeching now. So this was a segment of the show I started a couple of weeks ago where I kind of wanted to just talk about some of the sales and maybe free games and just things that are kind of happening around the internet um, that you can, the games that you can kind of get for free. So the first thing we're going to start out with is, of course, the Humble Bundle. HumbleBundle.com, and they are still having their end of summer sale. They're having an encore to it where you can get basically everything that was on sale last week, I think, for the discounted price. And they are giving away one more free game today, and that is Tropico 3. Uh, it is an older older game, I believe, because uh, I think they have Tropico 5 out there on uh, Humble Bundle. But uh, you can always get Tropico 3 for free. I believe from what I'm looking at right now, there's a just under 17 hours left, 16 hours and 49 minutes. So if you do not have this, and if you're looking for something free for the week to possibly play jump out to Humble Bundle. I've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks, that they were giving away a free game on Mondays. My guess is this is probably going to be the last free game that they will be offering, considering this is basically the end of their sale. The other free game I wanted to mention this week from Origin, you can get Bejeweled 3 if you're looking for um, this type of game. I actually downloaded this the other day just to play around with it for a couple of minutes. I haven't played any of the, any of the Bejeweled-type games <clears throat> let's just say in quite a while. So, um, if you're looking for something free and you have Origin and uh, you like Bejeweled games, Bejeweled 3 is free, and it looks like it's free until October 28th. So this one I will mention maybe every couple of weeks, but uh, that one looks like it's good for the next month or so. The other one that I found for today, Green Man Gaming. I know that through the affiliate program that I'm working with, that a lot of the discounts that I'm offering on my Twitch page, I believe those can be purchased through Green Man Gaming. And they actually ha have a welcome pack that they're offering. All you have to do is sign up to Green Man Gaming, opt into their newsletter. You wait about, they're saying a maximum wait of about 72 hours for your welcome pack to come in. And you can put that code in on the welcome page, the welcome pack page that I'm going to have a link to in the show notes, of course. And you can enjoy your free stuff. Some of the things you can get for free are Steam codes to Gun Monkeys, Canyon Capers, Sanctum, and an EVE Online 30-day trial, plus four add-on packs, EVE Colonist, EVE Explorer, EVE Industrialist, and EVE Skirmisher. 
<clears throat> so those are some of the free things you can get from Green Man Gaming. So I thought that was a pretty good deal. I had just noticed that today. I signed up for their website because I don't believe I had actually purchased from them before. And I need to start following them, I think, a little bit better. So I signed up for this earlier today. And I will maybe talk about this next week once I get everything and let everybody know how it goes. But if you have not signed up for Green Man Gaming before, sign up with their welcome pack. All right, let's jump into the news stories then for the week because I got quite a few news stories going on. So we're going to try to rip through these because I also have a lot of games that I played this week. <clears throat> I'm going to get a quick drink of Powerade here. And the first story we have is, <clears throat> is World of Warcraft is freeing up dormant character names in lieu of, well, not in lieu of, but basically before they release Warlords of Draenor. So it sounds like if you have not played World of Warcraft since November 13th, 2008, if you haven't signed in with your character, your character's name will be put back into the pool for people to use. This will be this will be happening um, around the launch of patch 6.0.2, which is the update preparing for Warlords of Draenor, which is set to release on November 13th. So you still have just under a couple of months to actually log back into World of Warcraft if you're interested in saving your name. I don't believe Blizzard has actually done this before. Um, I actually have some early characters from when the game first went live that are probably still out there that I'm just going to let the names go back in because I don't believe I will ever go back to World of Warcraft. But um, I do remember when Ashron's Call did this, probably about four or five years after the game had been out, where they actually... Uh, put a bunch of names back into into the poll for people to use. Uh, there's it, sometimes game companies will do this. It's I haven't heard this happening in a lot of different um, MMOs over the years, and I'm very surprised that uh, Blizzard is actually doing this now. But considering the game has been out for as long as it has been, and they're basically knocking out the you know anything for the for the past six years, it's I I don't think this is something that can hurt. I'm guessing if you've been gone from the game for more than six years you're probably not going to come back so if you do want your name like i said get in there before november 13th and make sure you log back in at least once so your name will not be deleted the next news piece of news i wanted to talk about was a little bit of news from dice tower news there is a expansion coming out for a little card game called Star Realms. I've actually been playing this game on my Android device. It's a deck building type of game. One of the cool things about this deck building game is that you're actually, you can actually directly attack your opponent um, unlike a lot of other deck building games. I think that adds a nice little twist to it. The expansion that's coming out for Star Realms is called Crisis. I believe the actual the actual Star Realms game itself looks like it comes in what, what reminds me of almost like a double-sized starter deck for Magic the Gathering. And I think it only costs around 15 bucks or so. From what I've read about this expansion, there's going to only be four, ra four packs that, uh, that make up this 48-card expansion. And it's going to be 12 cards in a pack, and they're not going to be random. So if you buy... Each of the, one one of each of the different four packs, you will have all the cards, and you won't have to worry about getting uh, commons and commons and rares. Kind of like what I'm doing with Dice Masters right now, um, the Marvel vs. X-Men um, dice game, which I'm going to talk about later on in the show. But I just wanted to throw this out there. There is a new expansion. I've heard some really good things about the actual card game Star Realms. I have not played it yet. Like I said, I've been playing it on my Android device. I think it's a really good game. I, I'm, I'm a, 
I'd kind of like to try this out uh, when I head down to the comic book store on Thursdays if anybody has this, but I haven't seen anybody uh, pull, the, pull the card game out yet, though, so I'm, I might have to eventually just pick up a pack if I actually want to play it. One of the other little bits of news that I wanted to mention, Swery 65's Xbox One exclusive D4, and D4 stands for Dark Dreams Don't Die, um, which was first announced at E3 last year, is actually coming out. I think it actually was released a couple days ago. Um, so this was kind of sudden news. The game kind of, I think, was launched out of nowhere. It actually comes with a prologue, episode one, and episode two. So I believe this game is going to be in lines uh, similar to the Walking Dead game that is out on the PlayStation 3, Xbox, and all those things. Um, and it looks like it's going to be priced at $14.99, and then there's um, going to be the, the other expansions that are going to be released at a later time. Uh, from what I remember seeing about this game on E3, it looked to be a pretty cool game. I'd like to check this out. I don't have an Xbox One, though, right now, so I'm going to have to find a friend or somebody that has the Xbox One and see how this game actually is. The other little bit of news, Polygon, I found an, art, I found an article from Polygon where they were talking about the PlayStation Now open beta, which hit PS3 this past week. Uh, I played around a little bit with um, PlayStation Now on the PS4. I really haven't bought any games or tried any games through or rented any games, I guess you could say. But it sounds like they're actually releasing a lot, um, more than 150 games onto the PS3. And soon to be released are going to be Infamous, God of War Ascension, and Ultra Street Fighter 4. So just like on the PS4, the rental games are going to be going from the starting four-hour rental price of $2.99 and four to $4.99, and then they're going to go up from there if you want to rent for longer piece, longer time periods. So like I said, I have not tried um, PlayStation Now. It sounds like it's a great thing. Um, I just can't really seem to come to a justification to pay that much for some of these games when a lot of these games you can actually find maybe used or something for pretty much the same price. That's what I kind of have a hard time swallowing. Hopefully they can get some of those rental prices more in a line with what, with what people actually would want to pay for them. Next article or next game that I, that I wanted to talk about, there was a Kickstarter, I believe probably about two years ago, and this is probably one of the first times I, I think I probably started paying attention to Kickstarter. Science fiction author Neil Stevenson had wanted to create a game that was as close to sword combat that you could that you can get um, from like you know medieval times and he was coming out with a game called Clang it was successfully funded over $500,000 is what had been pledged to this game back in 2012 well this past week he's basically come out and said that the project has been canceled he has given refunds to people that have asked for it um, he's written up a very long final update on the on the actual Kickstarter page for Clang, and it just sounds like that the the demo or the prototype of the game that they've actually put together it just wasn't very fun from what I've read, and it just didn't they weren't able to do much more with it to take it and make it and create it into what they originally had hoped to to you know and planned for. So if you get a chance, I'm going to have the the notes out there for for this one um, if you did kickstart this it sounds like if you post in the comments or if you get a hold of them you can get a refund and it's really interesting that 
pretty much the day after that they announced that this game was going to be canceled, Kickstarter actually released an update to its terms of service to address creators who failed to deliver on their products or projects. So Kickstarter is basically trying to just step in and say, you need to make a concerted effort. You need to make a good um, effort into creating what you're actually telling people. And I think they're basically just trying to tell people that if you do not give your customers, which they really are, because these some people were posting on on some of the comments for claying that um, they were really surprised that the people who had donated to the game um, would actually be kind of so sour. But Kickstarter even comes out and says this this really isn't donations. They are basically your customers are kind of purchasing something from you and they're expecting something. So you need to be able to produce a product and get that to the customers, or you could basically be held in legal um, compliance for that. So I think I, I don't know if that's really going to change anything or if Kickstarter is going to maybe kind of, you know, crack down on some of the people who, you know, aren't maybe, you know, fully completing a project once once one is started. But it, it definitely sounds like, you know, Kickstarter is trying to just warn, you know, the people who are putting these Kickstarter projects out there that, you know, if you if you don't produce something, uh, your customers can come after you and they do have a legal right to do so. So I'm sure that they're just trying to, since, since Kickstarter is basically trying to state themselves as being the middleman, they're trying to just kind of cover their own ass, let's just say. All right, our next news story is going to be about Yu-Gi-Oh! Dice Masters. Um, I found this on Dice Tower News, and this is going to be released January 28th of 2015, and this, one, shocks me, and two, I hate to say, kind of almost disappoints me. Um... So, lately I have been a big fan of Dice Masters, the Marvel vs. X-Men dice game that has come out um, this past, I think April or May is when it was actually released. And the next, I don't know if I want to say expansion, but the next set that's going to be coming out that's going to be in the Dice Master line is going to be Uncanny X-Men. A lot of these cards are already showing up on eBay, and um, I, I can't wait to get my hands on them, but they're not really going to be sold in stores until the end of October. So I still have about three more three four more weeks to wait there is also going to be another dice master game coming out called dungeon and dragons which i believe is pushed back to first quarter nobody heard anything about the Yu-Gi-Oh game and now all of a sudden there's a leak and they're basically saying it's coming out on january 28th in 2015 so it almost sounds like this one's going to be released before dungeon and dragons which really surprises and shocks me um WizKids is the company who makes this game, and they are having a hell of a time keeping stock in the stores. Well, I think the store I goes to, uh, the store I go to, has had boosters for quite a while, and we've we've actually played in one um, draft, and I believe there's another draft coming up in a couple of weeks. And I was I was told that you know the owner could pretty much get boosters in now regularly. The biggest thing is starters, and he he even says he's been having trouble getting in starters, and starters are still going for actually more money now on Amazon. I think when I had picked up my starter a couple, maybe about a month ago, not even a month ago, I think I paid $25 for a starter and it's supposed to retail for 15. I went out there and looked on Amazon today. They were up to 35 on eBay. They're going for probably around the same price. I would probably say between 20 and $35 for a starter, which is quite ridiculous. 
especially if they're actually creating all of these other Dice Master games, like the Uncanny X-Men, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, when they can't even support the first product. So my guess is if you're looking to get into Dice Masters, you want to play Dice Masters, try to find something in a secondary market if your local store doesn't have it, and you're probably just going to have to bite the bullet for the starter set because you do need the dice out of the starter set to actually play the game. That is the one part that really stinks about it. Uh, I'll be skipping Yu-Gi-Oh! I do have an order in for Uncanny X-Men. I will probably be getting, at minimum, one starter set, and I'm probably just going to get a case of boosters, and I believe I was reading on Board Game Geek today, a lot of people were saying that a case is basically going to be two boxes of Two, two gravity feeds is what they're basically calling them. Now, they are upping the the booster count in the booster boxes. They are upping them from 60, which is what was in the Avengers versus X-Men, and they're upping those to 90, which is what's going to be in the Uncanny. And I believe all the other sets that are going to be coming out, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Dungeons and & Dragons, will probably be following the same set. You know, or saying, you know, this, they're following that same, that same numbering scheme. So, I, I think to get the most and the best amount of cards from what it's sounding like they went to a 90 count box because i believe you're going to be almost guaranteed one super rare in each booster at least i had heard of somebody was reading on board game geek they were opening up a couple of boxes and there were three super rares that came out of two boxes so out of a case to boost two gravity feeds basically if i can get three of the four super rares i will be completely stoked because i had to go to ebay well actually i had purchased one I had purchased Gabi from a guy down at the comic book store, and then I had to go to eBay for my Knucklehead card. And I really, really don't like going out to eBay for a lot of that stuff. But one of the other pieces of news I wanted to mention in regards to Dice Masters, they actually released an update to the rules today. And this is a pretty big update to the rules. The crazy thing is, if you go out to their DiceMaster.com website, you really can't find these rules anywhere. I found them... Um, from I found the link actually from a tweet that WizKids had sent out this afternoon and went to it and I posted it up on BoardGameGeek. I can be found on BoardGameGeek as AVR and I posted that up in the rules section and somebody else had posted later on in the comments that they can't find the link off the site and I went back to the main site later on and I could not find it either. There's no way to get to this PDF unless if you actually somehow got this link, I think, off of Twitter. So I'm not too sure if WizKids is trying to hide this, if they were just releasing this on Twitter a little ahead of time before they actually, you know, update the website and really kind of release this to the to the full public. But uh, I noticed it right away, posted it up on BoardGameGeek. One of the biggest things that's changing in the rules is how your used pile is working. So when you purchase a die, your used pile, your used dice, instead of going directly into your used pile, they will go kind of off the board into a transition area where they will stay until the end of your turn. Basically what it sounds like they're trying to do is slow down the game and kind of maybe nerf Gobby and uh, some of the other dice like Rally that are letting people churn and go through their dice a lot faster and, and and they're just trying to I think make the game to where the super rares aren't going to be the only things that are going to be winning it. I was reading through the forums this past weekend and it really seems that in a lot of the tournaments that are going on the Gobby decks are pretty much the things that are winning everything and if you don't have the super rares 
it's going to be extremely hard to beat these cards. So I think what they're trying to do is level the playing field for the people who don't necessarily have all of the cards, including the super rares, and maybe make it, for lack of a better term, a little more of a level playing field. But it's going to be really interesting. I know there were several different posts on the Board Game Geek forums. So that's about it for Dice Masters. We're going to jump out in the next news story, and hopefully this will be my Christmas present if my wife is listening. The GT NVIDIA is releasing their GTX 980 and 970 the other day. I saw them go live on Newegg, I think it was on Friday, and pretty much about as fast as they were up there, the 970s were sold out. I think there were still a couple of 980s when I looked out there this morning. Um, I will probably be getting a GTX 970. I currently have a 560 Ti, which is super overclocked from... Um, gigabyte and i've had really good luck with the card i've really enjoyed it it will be just extremely nice to jump up from one gig of ram on a video card up to the standard four gig which it seems like the 970 and the 980 are both coming with these cards both appear to be extremely powerful cards the nice thing is the power that they, that is going to be needed to power them is going to be significantly less than some of the higher 780 cards that were out there from last year. So if you're looking for a new video card, I think the NVIDIA cards, the, the 900 series, the 980 and 970 are pretty much going to be the cards to go with. The I think the nice thing about the 970 also, I think it's coming out at around 329. I think those cards normally come out somewhere along the lines of 350 to 370 when they're initially released. So it sounds like they're almost $50 less than what, than what they normally are. So I'm definitely going to be grabbing a 970 when it gets a little closer to my birthday and Christmas and the wife says I can get one and I just can't wait for that. One of the other news stories that I wanted to mention this week from Dice Tower News, um, Fantasy Flight Games is releasing four expansions for their living card game. So they're coming out with a, a new Android Netrunner living card game for their living card game. It's called The Source. They're coming out with a Star Wars expansion called Ready for Takeoff. They're coming out with a Game of Thrones one called A Deadly Game and one for Warhammer 40k conquest the howl of black main war pack i've recently been looking into some of these living card games and they're actually kind of interesting and i'm, I'm i really want to pick one of these up the game see you can you can basically buy a base game um i, I think they're going for maybe around 40 dollars, probably at the store from when it looked like they were going for from what it looked like on amazon and it seems like in the base set you have enough cards in the game to basically play it's a, it's a, it's a two-player duel type game the interesting thing about the living card game, though, is every month they're coming out with data packs, booster packs, or just a different type of... For each different game, they're calling the packs something a little different. So for Netrunner, they're calling them data packs. Star Wars, they're force packs. Game of Thrones is chapter pack. And it looks like for Warhammer, Conqu Warhammer 40k Conquest, they're calling them war packs. So it, sound, it looks like for each game, they're calling them something a little different. But each of these packs adds an additional, I think it's around 60 cards right now. I think it was originally set to be 40, but I think there's 60 now. And it basically expands the game some. It's not like Magic the Gathering where you have commons and commons and rare and you're trying to open up tons of booster packs and trying to put together a deck of cards or a collection through that. These are just 
basic expansions that are coming out monthly that do expand the game, add more cards to it, but you don't have to worry about a collectability type of aspect to it. So this sounds pretty cool. My wife and I really like card games, and I think I'm going to have to pick one of these, and we're going to have to just dig into it and try it and see what it's like. So, but if you're into either, any of the any of these four games from Fantasy Flight Games, you will definitely like what's coming out in October then. We're going to mention a little bit about Mojang in our next piece, and that's the Minecraft dev is basically dropping the price on scrolls. The price on scrolls was originally $21. They're dropping it down to $5. If you don't know what scrolls is, it's their, I guess you can kind of say their collectible card game that also has kind of like a... Um, like a battle element to it. I have not played the game. I don't believe I ever got into the beta. Uh, if it's down to $5, I may pick this up now. The reason why they picked it up, or the reason why they're cutting the price down, it's not necessarily because Microsoft just purchased them, but it's because they're basically trying to ready the game for tablets. So it sounds like they were trying to find more of a price point that was going to fit into what you would find more in your um, Google Play Store and as well as the iOS Store. I think $5 is a really good price for this, so they're actually dropping the price down on the PC game as well. If you've purchased the game in the past, they're actually giving you a $20 shard pack for free, so they're not forgetting all the people that supported them in the past, which I think is super cool. And the last little bit of news that I wanted to mention today was the Dragon Ball Z game. And that is Dragon Ball Z, Z or Dragon Ball Xenoverse. And that's going to, this game's going to give you the chance to actually play as your own custom Super Saiyan, which sounds awesome. I know there's a big crowd out there that both likes and dislikes Dragon Ball Z. I happen to fall on the side that actually likes Dragon Ball Z. That was the only reason why I wanted to mention the game. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. It looks like it's coming out for PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One. I think it's coming out for all of them. But that's it for the news, and we're jumping into the what I'm playing now for the week. And the first game that I played was... Um, Marvel Dice Masters Avengers vs. X-Men. I've actually talked about this quite a bit this episode, so I'm not really too sure how much more I'm going to say about this. I'm working on finishing the completion of my set. I have two more cards that I just purchased off of eBay. Um, I received my Knucklehead card today, so I have all four Super Rares currently. And... Um, Playing this game this past week, I really enjoyed it. I was able to get in a couple of games with my wife. She's finally able to start to wrap her head around this and getting a, getting a good understanding of it. So um, I'm really still enjoying this game with the new um, rule changes that just came out today. I need to sit down and read those a couple of times to make sure I understand them. And then just basically start going through deck building and trying to, trying to build another deck that's going to fit and uh, match those rules and still be competitive. I did sit down and play a little bit of Project Gorgon. I'm still really enjoying this MMO. I have not really gone back to Elder Scrolls in several weeks now, and I will probably be letting my subscription to that game last. I'm hoping Project Gorgon can actually find some traction. It looks like they're actually getting some more contributors in their Kickstarter, but I don't really think they're going to make their 100,000 goal. But it sounds like with some of the other bigger news outlets actually starting to cover the game everybody's actually like hey where did this game come from this is actually pretty cool and i'm actually kind of glad i found it before a lot of those sites actually did and that we were showing it here on the site one of the other things i was playing last week of course was diablo 2 we did our way back wednesday for diablo 2 and then i played pathfinder I actually worked on creating a character for Pathfinder last week, and little did I know that I was not following the full Pathfinder Society rules to creating a character, which several of the guys promptly instructed me to, and gave me some documentation as to 
as to the correct way of creating a Pathfinder Society character. So Saturday for my stream, instead of playing any games, I actually did a stream of creating two characters. I used a piece of software called PCGen, which is an open source software that I found on SourceForge, and it was a great, great help to me in creating the first two characters. I created both a Paladin and a Ranger. This past week, I played through the confirmation which is the second time i've actually played through this scenario and it's basically a scenario for level one characters it's a great scenario for starting out um, characters and we successfully completed all the tasks in it and i'm basically going to use the first confirmation game that i played with my paladin and the second one with my ranger since that was basically how i had played the games when i when I was using the pre-gen characters. So since I didn't have my character completely created correctly on Thursday, I did use a pre-gen ranger. I had a blast playing the character, had a lot of really good dice rolls, and was, was able to contribute quite a bit. I was trying to play my ranger to be a little more of a ranged attack character, but it seemed like everybody I was with in my party was getting up close and personal with the monsters, which basically means I kind of had to do the same or I was rolling at a big disadvantage had I stayed back and continued to try to use my bow. So the other game I wanted to mention for this week that we found, um, and I actually, my wife and I actually played this one quite a bit. Um, I think it was Sunday night is when we were playing this one. Saturday or Sunday night, I can't remember which night it was. It might have been Saturday. And that is a game called Fibbage. It was a game we downloaded on the PS4. We actually saw it, it must have been Saturday, because we saw it Friday night when I was watching... Um, the giant bomb guys played this game on their unprofessional uh, Friday show. And it's basically from the makers of You Don't Know Jack. So if you're a fan of the You Don't Know Jack games, you will definitely like Fibbage. The coolest thing about Fibbage that my wife and I really enjoyed was the fact that we kind of got to come up with possible answers for the questions that were asked. So you actually use a computer, your tablet, your phone, you log into Fibbage.com, and you, you each game is given a specific room number, and then you can come up with a name for yourself, and you join in the room. The question gets asked, and everybody that's in the room has to come up with a lie for the question. Now, the funny thing is, if you actually answer it correctly the game will tell you no you can't use that answer that's the correct answer dummy and then you have to come up with basically a lie that you use and it will then show these lies to all the players and then everybody has to pick what they think is the actual truth out of there and some of the shit that my wife and i were coming up with we were really one were just demented because some of the answers that we came up with were just, were just completely off the wall but we were really getting each other with our lies I don't know how many times that we would type in lies and we would think that it was the truth and we'd pick it and lo and behold, it was a lie that one of us had told. So it's a great game. We're actually going to try to stream this out to the Twitch stream on Saturday. So if you're looking to play, we will, you will probably be able to jump into the game with us probably after the first game just by typing in the, the room number and then you know, entering in a name and going out to pibbage.com, and you'd probably be able to play with us. So we're probably going to be streaming this from the from the PS4 probably Saturday evening. Normally start a Saturday evening feeds usually around 8 o'clock. I don't know if we're going to be starting a little earlier. Kind of might depend on how much we've already had to drink for the evening, so we'll have to wait and see. So that's about it for what I'm playing now. Last part of the show is what I want to play, and since I've been playing the game project gorgon it's gotten me looking at a couple other mmos and the one that i think i've mentioned in the past 
is Pathfinder Online. And I was looking at that again this weekend. It looks like it's in alpha right now. And you can actually pay to get into the game if you want to pay $100. But if you wait possibly until October, you can then maybe pay $50 to get into the game. Uh, when it comes down to $50, I may pay to get into the game because I, I kind of would like to be a part of that alpha and maybe have a little say in the game, since, especially since I've been playing so much of the pen and paper game. Uh, I, I kind of really like to see what they actually have going on in the in the actual MMO game and see how close some of the rule set is to to what they're actually doing in the pen and paper game. So that's one of the games I want to play. The other game I want to play, since I had talked about some of those living card games that I had mentioned earlier, there's a couple of different ones from Fantasy Flight Games that have kind of piqued my interest that I'm going to have to talk to my, talk to my wife about and see when we might be able to obtain a copy of one of these. And I would like to give a shot to maybe the Call of Cthulhu card game or there is a game out there for Warhammer and probably the Warhammer Fantasy one would be the one that we'd go with over the 40k one because I think the Fantasy one from the video I watched looked like it was a pretty interesting type of dual, you know, two-player duel type game so those are a couple of things i want to play now of course you can let me know what you want to play now by sending me some emails send them to what i'm playing now at gmail.com you can follow me on twitter at what i'm playing now don't forget to drop the g you can also follow us on google plus plus.google.com slash the plus sign what i'm playing now podcast and of course follow us on twitch and watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash what i'm playing now I normally do streams on Wednesday and Saturday evenings. This Wednesday I will be continuing with Diablo 2. Last week we were able to finish the first act, kill the first boss. I have not headed east out of the camp yet, so that will be the first thing we do after we make sure our inventory and everything else is in a line. I believe I'm right around level 16 or 17 now. I can't remember what I was when I was logged off, but I think it's right around 16 or 17. But I was completely stoked when I hit the end of Act 1. So this Wednesday, we're going to jump into that, continue on with Act 2, and see where that game takes us. Then maybe even get the expansion for it, Lords of Darkness. I think that's what it's called. And I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And then maybe play that after we're done. Right now, I'm just playing base old vanilla original i think it's patched to 1.13 is what the patch is something like that um just plain old diablo 2 so that is about it for this show have a good week everybody we will send you we will see you next week go out there and play some games and of course let us know what you're playing now we'll see you later everybody